welcome to the New Uglies, continuing coverage of Nurein 13. We are currently on round six this week. Last week was round five, title Hazardous Waste with the Challenge Beatbox. I'm Mike and I'm here with my co-host Ben. (laughs) Hello, Ben. Hey, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing pretty bad because I got cut. Yeah, bitch, you suck. You didn't do enough air horns in your beatbox song my, last week. My beautiful beatboxing got me cut. That's right, it did. Along with uh, Mandibles and Lucky Witch and the Righteous Ghost. That's right. Rough round. Rough round. The winners were Marison and Owlchemist. Oh, did they tie? Or Yeah, they tied for 27 oh, points. Noise. And so uh, it'll be them and then Vom Vorten, Carlo... Bruno Jr. and Rob from Amersfoort in, yes. the, in the round six. Yeah, yeah, we got five today. We also got three shadow entries, uh, Cave Dwellers and Inflatable Vegetables, continuing their uh, shadow run, and Mandibles joining us here for the second to last round. Also, aren't we almost done? This is about it. Semifinals, what, what? Thank God. So, right? <laughs> so round six, which was due Monday at midnight. Midnight. The stroke of midnight. Sunday night at 11.59 Eastern. Whatever Vamp- you want to call time. it. All right. Um, the title was Fan Theory, and the challenge was Assonance. Ben, what would you have written about? All right. The obvious joke clearly is that assonance has the word assonant, and fan theory means you want to just put an ass with a fan theory. Um, I feel like Kim Kardashian is the easy target for that, but really, let's 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 flip it on its head. We got to be fresh. We got to be interesting. Probably pick somebody like uh, I don't know who is a good ass these days in male acting or celebrity fandom. Um, you know, Danger actually. Zone. <laughs> uh who's that oh man i can't think of his name right now people are gonna kill me uh acted opposite of felicia day in um dr evil the musical sing-along blog that i wow i can't even think of the title this is bad my nerd cred is going in the shitter right now um (laughs) wait isn't it like dr horrible's derp a derp dr horrible sing-along blog i don't know Dr. Horrible Sing Along Blog. Great 45-minute little musical thing. Go watch it. Um, has uh, Patrick... Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. Thank he you. He got wow, in trouble recently. Did you hear wow. about him? No, I did not. What did he do? He uh, he, he was like, oh, who's this chick? And it was the girl who's in uh, this uh, My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend TV show or whatever. And the whole internet piled on him. She's a real big internet following person these days. Everyone loves her and her show. Um, us too they love our show that's right they do they love our show um, but it's not Neil Patrick Harris and it's not Felicia Day but it's the third one in Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog I cannot think of his name ah but he's he was on Firefly too um, he was on I want to say was it Hunga was that the, the TV captain show? on Castle uh, he was on Castle um, oh yeah I know what you're talking about yeah why can't I I just can't think of his name anyway that guy I was talking about his ass and probably some fan theory about his ass being. <laughs> I can't believe the we spent this long renewable waiting for energy. you to come to a, an I know, actor right? whose circle. ass you like. That's not, I'm not saying I like his ass. I'm just saying it's an easy ass to to pick on. Um, but it would probably be the the source of like renewable energy or something. Like go with go with like a fan fiction fan theory type song with assonance about asses. That's that's what I would do. That'd be my song. <laughs> that's that's very creative. I had some good ideas, but I was cut. And I didn't do a shadow entry. You didn't do a shadow? I, Taking I, the break? It's too close to the end, just... I I went in the yard and I planted five trees this weekend. But 
I had two really good ideas. One is about fan death, which is the myth in Korea that leaving a fan on overnight while you're sleeping will kill you. Huh. And people in Korea believe this. It's a widely held belief, and the government of South Korea even says that so many people die of fan death every year. So I was going to write about the theory of fan death, which is a fan theory, right? Did you say, did you say South Korea? That sounds like a North Korean thing. Like, only North Korea would be like, you know what, guys? That $10 fan's going to kill you. Don't leave it running. Like, that's the only country I could say that would be, like, that cheap. They don't have electricity in North Korea. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, My other idea... (laughs) (laughs) God, we're terrible. My other idea was to uh, make a song that went through each of the remaining artists in Nurein and uh, do a parody song of them and throw out a few lines of theory about them. That would have been good, yeah. But instead... That would have been really good, actually. Instead, I enjoyed my life and did something that that I will actually be proud of next week. <laughs> hey, proud of the rest of your life. Trees save lives or something. Yeah. Like that. All right. Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion is the name of the guy. I had to look it up. It drives me good. insane. I'm, I'm glad. Well, I am too. We so will probably... all Google him with the word bikini in Google image after this podcast. All right. All right. Uh, so <laughs> first song uh, would be Carlo Bruno Jr. here. This will happen to my lifetime. And look inside that will make you cry. screen you will see the truth that I wish for me I prefer to be a bastard of the middle Carlo Bruno Jr. singing about his father. Uh, I think it's. Oh, I was about to say Zorro, but Zorro is Mexican, not Spanish. I don't know who he's singing about, but it definitely is a father reference in there. Well, I mean, technically, everybody in Mexico was at some point related to somebody Spanish. Not necessarily. There are plenty of people who immigrate to Mexico. All right. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Uh, you know, this is one of the songs that I really want to like this song, and I feel like it's like 90% of the way there, but for some reason, I'm not really sure I can pinpoint it. It just, it feels a little plotty. I like the general, hey, it's trying to slow it down, and this nice little sort of blues guitar type feel. Got that Carlo Bruno signature voice singing his lines, but it all just feels a little flat to me. 
not 100% invested in this song. I like the music a lot. Uh, this song is designed for me. It's the type of song I really like. It's got the waltz beat. It's got the counter melodies. It's got some really cool synth work. But I got to say, Carlo's vocals do not work whatsoever in this. I feel like the song last week lent itself better to his vocals because uh, particularly with uh, their sort of texture and just the off-key stuff, it just was not working for me at all. I realize that's a very biased viewpoint, and I do like his voice in certain songs, just in this song, it it really, really bugs me in this song. Yeah, I think I see your point. I, I think I get that sense, too. Um, I, although, again, I don't know how to, how to fix it, really. Like, I can't describe what voice I think it should be. The whole thing just it just isn't perfect. It just doesn't click. It's a it's a very soft song, and his voice is very harsh, right? So well, I think the song's supposed to be like that. That the guitar part isn't necessarily soft, right? But I think it is. I don't, it's a slow, pretty song. Really, you think this, I don't think the song is supposed to be pretty at all. It's supposed to be like full of pain and, and like tears and emotion. And I feel like that's not what, exactly what's coming through. Pain or, is beautiful because it symbolizes life. Okay, sure. Without suffering, there is no life. All right, Sith Lord. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I could talk about this to death. I, I'm not going to have a good answer for it. All right. It just doesn't click for me. Doesn't uh, click. Doesn't work click. for me. Up next, we got Marison. jumps out at me the song and this is not necessarily a criticism at all just like a funny note um so we didn't talk about this the challenge for this week was assonance and assonance is when you essentially have the same vowel sound in words that are near each other in a sentence structure um so an example of assonance would be like skeet and tree they don't rhyme but they have the same double e sound but a rhyme is usually a form of assonance so tree and three is both rhyme and assonance and one of the things is that uh, Marison does here is in their verses they repeat the they have like the echo repeat of the last word over and over again 
technically assonance. I don't think that's what they meant for it to be, but it just like stuck out as funny to me. I mean, it doesn't matter what it was meant to be. Look at last right. round. I'm not yes. bitter. I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> um, otherwise, you know, this is this feels fairly typical Marison. You know, we have the electronic song here. Uh, Aaron singing the vocals. Very nice, pretty solid on point. I believe this is a Game of Thrones fan theory song. It is. Could be wrong. It is. It is? All right, cool. It's the dragon that, that sold me. I think it's a Daenerys thing, but I really wanted it to be the Witch King or whatever it's Something his name about is. Cersei. Yeah. Cersei. Oh. Oh, that could be it too. I didn't think about that one. That works for me. Um, Disclaimer, Ben works for HBO. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I do. Not that you'll ever know anything. Ever. Um, pretty solid song. Uh, I like the underlying. The beats are fun. It makes me little beep up a little bit to it. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like we've talked about the same Marison song this whole time because it. I mean, they're always different, but they're always the same. I don't really um, have any criticism for them. I, I've, I've got some stuff to say. Not really criticism. I don't know. Just observations. I really like the vocal melody, first of all. Like, it uh, it throws in that uh, minor note at the beginning there. Very nice. Very nice. The drums are really cool. I really like those drum sounds. I hope that they were kind of tweaked in manually, because if they were just canned, I will be disappointed in you, Sam. I like how dry the voice is. Uh, strangely enough, you know, it lets Aaron's pretty vocals shine and that there's not a, at least noticeable reverb or delay on them. So uh, you, you really get this raw voice contrasted with these kind of grungy but clean grungy drums and all the, all the synths and, uh, and whatnots going on in the background. They're really fun. The part that I did not like is the uh, the rock guitar, the distorted guitar. Oh, in that uh, that chorus there? Yeah, I, I don't know if you'd call it a chorus or uh, something. The part that's significantly different than all the other parts and happens more than once. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I like the tempo change that it brings about, and when the tempo change goes back into, I don't even know if it's a tempo change, but it feels like it's faster. When it goes back into the verse it's it's a very like i like the juxtaposition right there but the guitar itself was very quiet and i don't think it added anything to the electronica vibe it felt not necessarily forced but a little bit kind of like i don't know what to do at this change up here so i'm just gonna pick up the nearest instrument type of thing i mean i kind of disagree with that i think the it definitely adds something right it's definitely a different part of the song and you, it needed that, because I think if there hasn't been some sort of instrument change up there, this song would have fallen flat on its face. So, definitely a requirement. Um, yeah, uh, well, okay. So, the, th- the thing about the guitar is it's not even mixed loud enough to make an impact, in my opinion. It's kind of tucked in the corner in the mix. I mean, that's generally how, how Marison usually goes, for the most part, right? We have sort of Aaron's voice on top, for the most part, and then everything else is always kind of tucked underneath it it's which a, i really like it's a really very over generalization is, it? is I think. it okay i believe it um like for like for me if you're gonna bring in the heavy duty guitars why are they like why are you blasting distorted guitars but quietly that doesn't make sense in my mind a little bit of that is is a taste i can only assume but uh maybe if they had been turned up a little bit or maybe if maybe if it were just a different synth but even if it were a different sound instrument synth i think i would have liked 
it to be louder in the mix in the chorus part. Because it wasn't just Aaron's voice that was louder than the guitars, it was also the drums. They both sounded louder than the guitars. And, I, you know, you don't really hear bands where that's the case. I mean, that's not necessarily a, a bad thing. They're breaking it, that convention. Yeah, but you you did not have a problem with that. No, no, I, I, I generally will disagree with that, and that it, assessment. And it is a very nitpicky comment, so we can move on. Unless you had more to add. No, not really. Like I said, it's mostly, this is another classic Marison, it feels like. You know, very solid, very clean, very technically good. Modern yeah. classic, because classic is going back to the folk stuff from years past. But Yeah, I don't know that stuff. So I've only been doing this for two years now. Two years? <laughs> this is my second one. So Jeez, I classic looked, to me. I looked how many years back. It's been like, I don't know, eight now? Because you're old. Five to eight. For, for these... <laughs> For for Marison, it's probably thirteen. I think they were in the first, or Aaron, uh, you know, Sam definitely was. We'll never know though, because we'll never know. I'm not going to the archives right now. There you go. All right, up next we've got Alchemist. How do you like that one? Donald Trump fan theory. Um, so I, I I have three primary notes. Um, one is I love the intro bit. I love, I, it's like a minute, but I actually really love the whole thing. It does kind of remind me of like a CSI opening slash like post title scene stock footage over the city type moment, but definitely feel it. Two, just after the intro, they have that really fast guitar. Makes no sense to me whatsoever. It like never comes back. It just completely <laughs> throws me for a whole total loop. And I'm just like, what is this, what is this thing doing here? Like, do not get it at all. <laughs> um, and then number three, this song, I, I have sort of the same the same general feeling I do for Carlos' song, which is I feel like this is it, I I really want to like this song. It's like really good. It's like ninety percent there. But again, it just feels a little plotty. It feels a little flat. It it just it's like not there. And I, I get, actually, I think now that you said, once you said the voice thing about Carlo, I think it's also for this one. I think the vocal track isn't exactly what this song needs. 
what I actually think this song needs, what what Alchemist, what I really like about Alchemist's voice is that it generally, if he gets into like this rock anthem or metal anthem or something like that and just like fully leans into that, love it. Just absolutely love it. And I think if this had been kicked up an extra like 10 to 20 beats a minute, put a little more heavy guitar in it, cranked it out, I think it would have been fantastic. Don't talk about beats per minute like you know what that is. <laughs> I know what beats per minute is. I conducted for a couple of years. <laughs> classic bitch uh i think i kind of agree with you but with different words surprise surprise um (laughs) so i really like the intro i think everybody can agree that's an amazing intro uh one of the things i noted is that the chord progression gets syncopated at a certain point i just love that effect i'm not sure if it was on purpose maybe he was just jamming with himself that's really fun go back and listen to it if you did not hear that um, Ben, did you notice that? No. No, no I'm Ben. I'm, I'm I didn't notice right that. I don't notice anything if it's not words. <clears throat> um, and, uh, and, and so I guess the problem I have is that the atmosphere of the song doesn't match up with the vocals, like you kind of alluded to, although I think differently. Like, I, I, I think you wanted more of a rock anthem song, right? Very true. Very true. I, on the other hand, wanted more of a uh, either a trip hop or a uh, new metal progressive type of song to come out of this. Like the bands that immediately come to my head when the intro of this starts are, uh, well, I guess it's not a band. It's it's DJ Shadow. You know, he does some really cool stuff like that intro. Like he's and and some of his songs are just like whole songs that are building up an intro like that and then building it back down and building it back up. I would have been fine with that. Or you know, on the other end, if you do want to go with the rock, I feel something like Tool would have been appropriate. Yes, that is also a good comparison. Or um, oh, that make good. Or like uh, Led Zeppelin, maybe, or like so- something over in in that area of the world. But the lyrics. They just, it's like I poured, I poured my tea and put milk in it, like some sort of, you know. Like a British person? Yeah. That's, those don't go together. They actually do quite well. <laughs> it's actually a very common thing to do. Um, no, it, it, it's more like, more like orange juice and toothpaste. That um, is not a thing. <laughs> that is nasty. So, I mean, I, I appreciate the effort on, on that, and I... I didn't have a problem with the guitar change-up that you did. I did have a problem in that it didn't feel like enough went into it. It was kind of a weaker hit-me-with-the-distorted-guitar-instead-of-a-punch-me-in-the-balls type of distorted guitar section. So, I don't know. You know, like, maybe if you had made more indiscernible lyrics and uh, wailed with a huge delay reverb effect... And just, you know, try to hit the keys, but don't particularly say anything that I can understand. It would have worked out great with the intro music. Yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been sitting here thinking, as we keep talking about this, I feel like this would have been a great entry for the ambience round. That intro, I feel like it was just like, nailed it right there. Yeah. It, it feels like a lot of emotion was wasted on a fan theory about Donald Trump. But, uh, you know, it's the nature of the contest. All right, uh, up next then we have Rob from Emmer's Fruit. You think your life is a TV show evolving around you wherever you go. 
Fan theory song? I heard that right. I heard some really fun uh, lyrics in there. I don't know what it's about. Yeah, I, I totally have missed the meeting on this. <laughs> uh, I I think though, I think it's the look. Fan theories aren't real. Stop thinking there are complex things happening. People just forget to write things, and it's just it's just a mistake. It's just dumb. Let mm-hmm. it go. I mm-hmm. think that's what the song is. Uh, which is fine. It's essentially poking fun at every fan theory ever, which I actually really like. So. Yeah, I, and if I that's not the interpretation that. I'm going to choose, it's that interpretation because that's my fan theory of this anti-fan theory song. And what did you think of the song itself? It's not bad. Uh, I feel like we're. I, I think we've said it enough that it's finally starting to happen, Rob. I feel like this is the the least templatey thing you've done this whole contest. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. I actually love the chorus for whatever reason. Um, it's it's fun. It's beat boppy. It has a, a light message, and I love what it, it feels like. It's like the verses are in this like minor, dark, scary tone, and then the, the, the chorus is just like, oh, you know, haha. It's just what it is. I feel like we could have pumped up the peppy bits a little bit more on that just for the starker contrast, but we don't necessarily have oh, to. Um, interesting. Don't agree with me on that at all? I think I would have scrapped the verse altogether and, and gone with the, something a little different. Like you, I really like the chorus. It's one of the bigger change-ups we've seen from Rob. And then that, uh, I don't know if it was a bridge or something else. That was a good change-up, too. The chorus actually reminded me a lot of the Beatles in instrumentation and melody. And uh, I don't know if it was a flute or a synth or something. But it just, it all felt very, I don't know, what era is that? Uh, 60s, uh, 70s? Like like Strawberry Fields era. I'm going to be a super dick and say it was the 20s. Now you know. Yes. But uh, back to your comment, you know, uh, we've noted that his songs can be template And uh, to be very specific here, I felt like I could have predicted that a keyboard was going to come in on the eighth notes and go da 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 and then yeah. go into a minor melody right before the chorus. Yeah, that keyboard is very signature, Rob, for sure. On every eighth note. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. The other thing I noted is that the melody for the verse, it's, at least in the second verse, it was fairly noticeable that it was just more of a chant, although the chorus is a good juxtaposition there. Juxtapositions are good. So, I I mean, I'm glad that Rob is breaking out of the template. Before I got to the chorus, immediately I was thinking, okay, what is like this? Okay, this is like dinosaur comics. Have you? Do you know what dinosaur yes, comics I are? I love dinosaur comics. <laughs> there are just four panes <laughs> of the dinosaur comic, and it's a very limited format. Every time you just put different text in the different bubbles, and the bubbles are always the same. The pictures are always the same. It's just different text. That's kind of how I felt about his songs, but I'm glad that he's starting to change things up a little bit. Okay, so I know this song is the anti-fan theory song, and if it's not, that's my personal fan theory for this, but new fan theory, what if Rob has been doing this the entire time? What if Rob knew 
that round six, the semifinals, was going to be a fan theory song. And he took all of our comments about, hey, you can't keep doing the same thing over and again. Stop being so templated. And he said, you know what? I'm going to play with them all. And I'm going to intentionally make people think I'm templated the whole way through. And then semifinals, I'm going to finally break that to make you give me a leg up, throw me into the finals because it's new. It's fancy. It's different. It's very noticeable. And then in the finals, he does something completely different or trolls us all and goes back to his first song. I'm going to point at his own lyrics that say you should <laughs> know, follow right? Occam's Razor. I was I, impressed I that Occam's Razor was a, a lyric in there. Yeah, and uh, that, I really liked it. I'm going to um, vote with that. But I, I have now, I think I've now just catapulted myself that I have to put Rob first this round. I think I just have to now. I've, I've convinced myself yeah. that this is true. All right. Uh, uh, let's move on then. Let's do Vom Vorten, our final contestant for the evening. All the girls in the typing pool can't wait to give their opinions On the whispers that filter in through the executive's minions A memo finds its way from the mailroom into a desk drawer Re-romance blooming up on the 17th floor Find their eyeballs all drawn to the door Searching for an inkling of winks As we pass in the corridor Admiringly they discuss Our special flair for concealing What they assume must be A tremendous depth of feeling But in fact our relationship Barely amounts to an ounce of a hunch between Laureen and Rory down in accounts And despite the consensus it fills me with regret To inform you that we've hardly actually met The gossip makes the day a little less dreary But she and me Alright, that was Bom Vorton with you guessed it, fan theory. I, uh, so, I, my gosh, what a nice song. Gosh, this golly. Song, so this song, yeah, this song is if somebody today wrote a musical with the characters from Greece, but kept in the same time period, but put them in an office building instead. And this is the third, second or third, maybe fourth number from that musical where they're setting up the love interests. Uh, for the audience to see. So this is fun, nice, light song. Uh, it's the guy singing about this. Uh, I mean, we have to change it just a little bit. This guy's singing about um, all these rumors walking around, or, you know, people talking about around the office building about this nice girl and this guy, and they're trying to date, but she's actually dating this other girl. Very modern take on the, you know, romance setting. Would definitely, though, be that song. It is Grease colon the office that's what this musical is and this is a song from that well then then i take everything back (laughs) (laughs) that's the same thing so it's it it feels like that that you know it feels like a a 50s type thing it's all you know upbeat and peppy it feels very musical-esque to me um i do kind of hate the one thing i i like musically i absolutely kind of kind of hate is every time he sings fan theory it feels very weak he's like he's out of breath it comes in a, a slightly like an awkward time I kind of feel like you could have just not used the word fan theory in the whole song. Just like, 
yeah closed out the chorus that those like two beats four beats earlier whatever it is and and moved it on it's Um, it's my one real sticking point for this whole song he he tied it up nicely in a bow with the fan theory i i i like it i agree he could have delivered it better Vom, there were some better takes in you that you passed up on. Get get back in front of that microphone, you lazy son of a bitch. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is a a great song. Um, you know the way Vom can write a melody and a story that gels with the melody. I don't think any of his songs I've said, "Wow, that those are really weird lyrics for this melody." They always gel very well. And that was not purposeful assonance that I just did there. But you know what I mean? Um, right, right, yeah. And uh, uh, and so, like, uh, overall, I really like the song. I do think he had maybe one or two more vocal takes in him because I think it wasn't as bad as some of his previous rounds takes, but it wasn't as good as some of his best takes. Am I just completely losing you on that? No, no, I, I think I, I, I take it slightly different. It's a, I feel like this isn't the first time we've heard a song like this from Vom. Um, I want to say it was either I, I like round four, maybe, or maybe round zero. But this whole like 50s style feel, it's kind of bop along feel. I feel like we've heard this before. Um, this is the first 6-8 one. Is it? Maybe, I mean, maybe I'm crazy. I have a terrible I, memory. I mean, I would yeah, believe it, yeah but like, I just feel kind of, yeah. familiar. No, it's, that's what he's really good at is writing familiar songs. And that's half the battle of making a good sounding song on first listen, you know, like something that you can't necessarily say, Oh, this sounds like so-and-so, but at the same time, you're like, this is really catchy. Oh, I feel like it sounds like Von Vorten to me. Like this sounds well, like, I, I feel mean, like I've heard this but song that's from him not before. a problem because he's not ripping someone off. So I would definitely rank it very high. If I were a judge, my criticisms aside from, you know, maybe not giving enough oomph, in some of the vocals, um, the first breaks that are like da na 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 da na na na, I like them in theory. In practice, they aren't working for me here because they're just too too spacious, and I don't know how to fix that. But no, I think I, I got I think it's a slap musical feel on it because that's what that feels classic musical to me. Have little random little bop ups and people the chorus members come in and, and sing because what happens then you lay out the whole stage and he's sort of either walking around or he's sitting down and spinning in his chair and people pop up from cubicles to sing those bop 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 so it's a it's more of a visual uh stimulus thing than it is a a, a vocal musical thing uh, yeah but okay my next comments will kind of clarify my problem with this i think and that's okay. um it takes until what almost two minutes into the song to actually complete the whole melody as a package because he teases us with the first stops and then he says something at the second stops and then he finally gets to the whole chorus i like a little bit of teasing but it could have been moved up a little bit maybe i don't and then uh also i don't think the guitar tone lent itself to this song and here's where i'm coming from i think this is actually a weezer song what You know, like, I'm not saying that it should be done by Weezer. I'm not saying that he's copying Weezer. I'm saying that this this genre-ish that he's going for, his guitar doesn't feel as distorted or as loud as it could have been. And if he had just amped it up just slightly, he would have had that Weezer edge in the song. And I see Ben's face right now, but that's what my face looks like usually. It's so wrong, man. That analysis is so wrong. This is not. This is definitely not. No, I, I'm 100 percent right. This is a, a 50s, 60s Greece. What do you call Buddy Holly? Musical. 
This is not a Weezer thing. Ooh, and you're just like Buddy Holly. Oh, oh. I'm just saying, like, the distortion mm-hmm. on the guitar, mm-hmm. like, the tone not of the, the guitar could have been a little bit more. I mean, they could have turned it up, but I think it would have actually ruined the whole song, because that's not... It that, didn't that ruin guitar... Buddy Holly. But that's not that's not this song. These aren't the, those aren't the same songs. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just crazy, but I I am very firmly in the camp that this song is from a musical. This is a musical type song, and most Weezer songs do not fit into that camp. I think it's too slow to be a musical song. Oh, not at all, friend. Not at all. This is definitely not the showstopping number for sure. But it's definitely a little romantic. I mean, I think you nailed it. I, I think that it fits so nice and neatly in that genre and in the musical that i've described to you that i like i honestly can't shake that thought and anything else what would i have to do to convince you crazy Uh, i honestly don't know i don't know if there is a way to convince me that this is my again would i need to cover it to convince you yes i would need a cover or some yes i would need to hear it to actually actually hear it to be shaken out of that and I don't even think you would either. I think it just I'd call that I'd call that cover an actual cover of this musical song. That's what I would do. I don't know. That's I mean, there are other ways to thicken up the stops than just turning up the distortion. I feel like turning up the distortion would be an easy win. Yeah, but I don't I don't think you need to thicken up anything. You know, when I first when we first got to the song, I didn't think I was gonna defend it this hard, but I'm definitely defending it really hard. <laughs> I think it's fine. Yeah, as for, is, for for dismissing it as typical Vom Vorton. Yeah, you are this, definitely stepping right, up to maybe, the plate here. I clearly don't know my own my own feelings. So <laughs> uh, let's move on. Let's get to these shadow entries, shall all we? Right. Let's do it. We got cave dwellers. Cave Dwellers, Ben, you were bopping along there. Yeah, uh, Cave Dwellers, why did you get cut? What? Why? It's because they didn't. So good. <laughs> it's because they didn't put the Mafia song in last time. Ugh. This is good. I love it. Very, very clearly Ferris. Like the second I heard the first word, I was like, "Hey, it's a Ferris Bueller song." Very obvious. Love the guitar. Love the feel. Very solid entry. Wish this was in for real. I do hate that first vocal note though. That entry. Needs another pass or two, Glennie. It is not a very solid first, Cameron. 
it, it's just not. Sorry, man. Uh, it feels a little flat. It's a little. It's a little shaky. Needs needs a little work. But it's a shadow, so I guess you get a pass. I don't know. I I like it. I think it's. Can I be a jerk? Go I'm for it. Just Go be, be a jerk. Like the 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 riff at the beginning just reminds me of uh, Rock Band again, and this time it would be um, what is it? Sting message in a bottle or something. <gasps> oh wow, that is so on point. Holy <laughs> wow, that was. Yeah. Um, okay, maybe I take all my praise. No, I don't. Don't take all my praise back. That is very, very accurate, though. Dang, son. Dang. Um, yeah, I thought it was a fun song. I, uh, I think if I were to give some form of constructive feedback to cave dwellers, I would say try not to fall into this pattern of delivering lyrics because it's. It's almost like a call and response at the verse because you got the guitar riff and then a little bit of singing and then guitar riff and a little bit of singing. I personally that doesn't really push my buttons, but um, you know that's a that's a taste thing. I'm not really sure. I I noticed that on the first listen. I think I got so wrapped up in the fact that it's Ferris Bueller that I I really honed in. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it's it's a, it's a famous I've, fan theory. So I feel like it's the type of. Uh, type of structure I've heard before and it I don't know it never really does much for me like okay you you do your guitar riff then you do your singing guitar riff singing and I actually thought the singing was pretty decent on this one you know the melody was uh you know it went places he tried to reach for some high notes he hit him and it's just the fact that it's it's so methodical feeling to me I think if that makes sense, that probably as like a, as like a good things. thing or a bad thing. It's it's probably okay. a preference thing. I relate to the the lyrics a lot more in this song than a couple other ones. Mainly because I mean the Ferris Bueller whole fan theory. Like I don't know why, but it always like makes me <laughs> chuckle every time right. I think about it. So you're so easy to please. I really am sometimes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and sometimes I'm really not. So I don't know. I I feel All like right. I can I can overlook some discrepancies slash minor I, I mean it's it's not the... like a specific complaint about this song i feel like it's something i've noticed in a lot of their songs and i guess this week since i didn't have to actually worry about my own stuff i feel more at liberty to uh ah. you know get in depth to some of the things that i notice as patterns and that's one of them gotcha you know what like everybody who puts in a shadow entry especially cave dwellers plenty you know you guys are awesome because you're still working at this. You're still running the marathon, even though these awful, terrible judges who have no taste kicked you out of the contest. <laughs> so, um, you know, good for you for not being discouraged and for just continuing to work at something you love, something that we all enjoy together. You know, it's it's just a great thing. I wish I could say that I had that sort of fortitude to... Uh, to submit a fan theory, but I don't. This is Inflatable Vegetables. Faded yellow notebook Crooked red steel scissors Arrange and paste phrases Same as Elaine by Rivers Paranormal album under her scrutiny Stealing secret message 
edging closer to me I'm bleeding fountains of blue ink She stalks in to take a drink She sucks at arithmetic Twos are three, or maybe six I couldn't bear to have her near me Fan theory First I didn't mind her Crackpot plots to wound me God all helped her skelter Like the Manson family I'm bleeding fountains of blue ink She stalks in to take a drink She sucks at arithmetic Alright, that was Inflatable Veggies with a shadow entry for this round. That is, Veggies was cut a few rounds right. back. Many rounds ago. Not many. But Not many. Know. It sounds more impressive, I guess, if we say it that way. We'll never know. We'll never know. What do you think, Ben? It's okay. Uh, I do love the she sucks joke that they throw in there. Um, actually, every time someone does that, it makes me think of a simple plan, actually, when they do a she sucks and then finish off the line, you know, at arithmetic or whatever. Uh, simple plan did something similar with their addicted song uh, where they said, I'm a dick. I'm addicted to you. And I always oh. just think about that. I didn't um, even notice that. So really, you didn't even notice that. I'm not sure that was intentional. Was that intentional? He definitely is making a huge joke about how she sucks (laughs) genitalia. God, that Regina Chang. (laughs) Uh, Yes, it is definitely that. Um, Well, that changes everything. There you go. Continue. Sure. Um, I, I, if I remember right, um, and I need to listen to it a couple more times for sure. Um, I think at the beginning he pretty much just has the the bass synth, uh, a, a couple bits of drum, and it's all vocals, right? Like that's that's the whole first verse, which that's a good choice. It's a bold choice to to essentially just lead it with your voice the whole way and not have any other melody line with you. I might have just misheard that, but I think that's what happened. Um, appreciate the balls. What um, balls? Do I just not hear any of these jokes? No, no, I, that actually wasn't, that was just me. I was trying, I was debating whether I should make a, a joke about balls and she sucks. And I didn't, but now you've essentially made me. I'm so confused. Okay. It's okay. Just feel silly. Otherwise, I feel like, like full disclosure, I haven't really listened to this song too much because yeah. I'm an idiot and forgot Shadows. So it's okay. It's not mm. bad. Um, Not the best Veggie song in the world. Definitely not the worst. I like how Veggie's always has hilarious lyrics and sucks at arithmetic i just i mean even without taking the double entendre there whether it was intentional or not the arithmetic makes me laugh because he can he actually delivers those lines genuinely which just kind of blows my mind i mean yeah it's the deadpan delivery you gotta do it yeah, that way yeah or the sincere delivery not necessarily deadpan this yeah, is it's, sincere, it's always sincere, sincere. You have to. it's always sincere. It has to be that way that joke wouldn't work if he knew it was if he was delivered as though he knows it's a joke that joke wouldn't have worked at all yeah. i am a little surprised that we also didn't hear a 69 joke in there i feel like that was due or a, a i didn't know it joke. was a dirty <laughs> song so stop making me feel stupid i don't know i don't, know. I don't think it's a whole dirty song I, I think just that lyric is um <laughs> but i feel like there should be more dirty math jokes in there so some of the other notes I have, uh, I noticed this in the uh, the chat the other day, the other night. 
at points it just sounds like straight up Pachelbel. You know, like what is that? Uh, a wedding song usually? Yeah, Canon and D. So it had a lot of that going on, which you know, I don't know. You're gonna pull all those connotations with it. No, I had to listen to it again. I don't think I heard any that at all, but I also don't have any way to refute that. So, um, in terms of verse melody, I feel like it's the opposite of cave dwellers verse melody problems. In that, um, you know, cave dwellers did all their singing after the instrument, and veggies did their singing and then did instrument. Maybe not as pronounced, but. It's something to watch out for, something to look for, whether you like it or not. You should decide whether you like it and uh, and, and do what you want to do with that. I had another note, too, but now I, f- I forgot. I was trying to remember any more math jokes that are dirty. <sighs> Sorry. Something, something, divide, I something, something, I that. add the something, something. Yeah. Final shadow is mandibles. Similar thing to the Pachelbel with the Veggies song, but just with a different famous song, at least at the intro. What do you think, Ben? I didn't hear that either. Maybe I'm just not listening to things tonight. I have to check myself. Um, oh, I know. It sounded like oh, maybe it was. Um... You mean Coldplay? Yes. At um, least that little riff, that was Coldplay. Okay. I don't know. You know, you can't avoid it at certain points, but it does set the tone for for listeners sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, the reason it kind of ran into that, a lot of the chord progression was just sort of standard rock song, nothing extremely interesting until the chorus. Especially, you know, with some of the more versatile songs they've done, the verse melody was a little bit 
not out there. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't out there. I did write down uh, that the this is the first time I noticed that uh, you could maybe do a Tobias uh, impression from Arrested <laughs> Development. That that verse, the verse vocals kind of give that away. So, um, you know, that could be fun in the future. I don't know. What do you have, Ben? Uh, no, again, I, I kind of missed this shadow entry because I'm an idiot. So one of the first things I noticed is in the verses, or at least in the later sort of part of the verses, there's a, a high note um, line going the whole way through. At first, I thought it was uh, Mandible's the male singer doing it, and then I heard the female voice for sure, so I'm not sure if they're both doing the high notes at different parts, or I just like misheard it. I do love it, though. I think it's actually pretty cool. I, I'm not sure I really like the guitar. I can't tell if maybe it's just like my ears, or maybe because um, I know uh, Mandible's got to cut this round, so maybe it was like a mostly finished thing, and then we just said, ah, that's good enough to go and submit it for the, a shadow, the, no big this deal. This is their... Uh... This is their second mix of this song, actually. They had a first mix where the vocals were really loud. I think they kind of just struggled with the engineering on this one for whatever reason. Maybe it's because it's so far different from, you know, where they were the majority of the competition. And maybe maybe that's one of the problems they had last round, too. Could be. I I do like it, though. I think you're... Yeah, it definitely needs a a bit more, I think, mixing engineering play. Um, A little more cold play? Yeah. (laughs) No. Um, I do like in the sort of near the end of the song, both the vocal lines come together and they do their own melodies, which I actually really like. I want to listen more to catch the lyrics more to see what's, I definitely heard some demon stuff in there cutting off a hand. I thought I heard a Wallace. I'm not sure what that's in reference to. So yeah, it's actually the longest song, uh, of the pack. Maybe that's a problem in and of itself. The lyrics seem to tell some sort of biblical story which I'm not opposed to, but maybe condense it a little bit. It doesn't feel long. Like, there's lots of songs. There's, there have been a couple Mandible songs where I'm like, this definitely feels long, cut this. This one doesn't feel that way to me. I, right. I think it's because they keep changing up the vocal lines, and I, I like it. It's yeah. it's working for me. So, of these, how would you rank them? You know, I, I feel like there's not a lot of big standouts this round. Um, I definitely argued a ton for Von Vorten, so I think I have to put Von Vorten in the top three. Uh, and we only get three, right? Like it's. I know we have five contestants. I don't know. Like for real, you get as many as you want, Ben. I get as many as I want. All right, cool. Um, I think I have to put Von Vorten in the top just because I I kept arguing so much. I I do want to put Cave Dwellers just because I I have a soft spot in my heart for Ferris Bueller and the Cameron fan theory. I kind of have to throw Rob in there too because I had so many fan theories about his anti fan theory song. All those are mostly lyrical driven, though. I feel like they're not they're not necessarily musically like I'm not judging the music a lot here. Um, if I have to judge the music, um, I feel like, again, I think I'd probably put Vom in there. I feel like I'd put Marison up there because Marison's always technically clean and, and good. Again, nailed that. Um, I'll except for that weird. That weird bit <laughs> after that intro. Again, a pretty good, solid, clean song. Otherwise, I think in the bottom, I think Carlo. I'm not. I'm not really feeling Carlos this round. Um, I think it's definitely sort of at the bottom for me, which is really unfortunate. I feel like it shouldn't be, but it is. Our three shadow entries, uh, veggies, mandibles. Again, I, I should give you guys more listens for it. My judgment really matters here, but I think you, uh, kind of in the middle there, slash near the bottom for me at this point. I don't know, but that's. I'm not. Yeah. I don't put. I wouldn't put too much stock in my judgment of the, the shadows this round. What about you? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not gonna. Rank the shadows. Sorry, guys. 
I just won't. Oh, um, but um, I, so I have two minds about this. There are really good musical songs, and then there are really good lyric songs and, and gradients in between those two. And unfortunately for a lot of our contestants, you either aired on one side of the spectrum or the other side of the spectrum. And so, for example, like Carlo, you know, I really like the music a lot. That is the type of song I love. But then when you get to the vocals and the lyrics, uh, I mean, the lyrics are definitely impacted by the vocals because I can't focus on the lyrics at all uh, with it. So I kind of have to say I can't put him in my top. And then, you know, Alchemist kind of suffers similarly, uh, but for different reasons, really fantastic music. I am so engaged with his music at the beginning of the song and then kind of falls apart when he tries to make it a song unfortunately so i kind of have to put him toward the bottom of the pack and so then that leaves me with marison rob and vom and you know while rob has the really cool chorus i feel like the rest of it falls a little short of what i would consider uh outstanding but i did like his lyrics and i did like the chorus it just wasn't a whole package there and that leaves marison and vom borden which is what I, I think the final is going to be, and I called that weeks ago, and I assume I will be right, but I could be wrong. We'll see. I think of those two, probably Vom has the more compelling song, just because I think Marison's out of their wheelhouse when they have to write weird lyrics, and Vom seems at home when he has to write these crazy theories. If they both make it to the next round, the next round title is The End, and it'll be interesting to see if Vom can write the same type of story he can with that type of prompt. Because it leaves the story portion wide open. You know, you, you have to come up with a, a more creative topic. And the challenge next week is just bring your A-game. So there is no, you know, technical challenge or lyrical challenge or anything like that around it. It's just that here's a title. Yeah. Very open-ended title. Yeah, so I feel, I, I feel like Vom had the, the upper hand in this round, but in next round, um, if he makes it, he might not just because of that prompt difference. I haven't seen how he does under differing prompts. I think Marison does a lot better when they aren't put into a box and they will be completely unleashed next round. <laughs> Marison unleashed. That, that'll be their live <laughs> album. I don't know. Does, does that analysis sound about accurate to you, Ben? Yeah, I think if I, if I were a buddy man, I would, I would take those odds for sure. Do you want to call the winner right now? I don't know if I can. Like, Marison consistently always delivers very good, clean, technical songs every single time. And sometimes they're at the top of the pack, sometimes they're in second. And I feel like Vom is sort of floating in that same space, but definitely Vom has a bit more range on what he might pull out of his butt. So I, I don't know where Vom's going to be. That's I, I expect something from Marison. Like, I, I know I know just about what Marison's going to deliver on and how, how good it's going to be, but I don't know where Vom's going to land on that scale. So I can't I can't really call it now. I'd say it's pretty yeah. even odds, like flip a coin, probably. Yeah, I, uh, Marison has a has a smaller range, but it's uh, it's it's less. Uh... If we were in an RPG game, Marison would be a club. They would have like five to six damage, very steady, very like predictable damage. And Vom is more like a sword. He's swinging like two to eight. A lot more variety, a lot, lot higher range. Could be lower, could be higher. Yeah, Not entirely sure how it goes. That's what I was trying to say. Definitely, in very wanted, nerdy terms. Definitely yeah. wanted to make a D and D analogy. I, we have to sometime, right? If we're gonna talk about Nathan Fillion, we have to wrap it up with 
D&D. We just have to. All right. So a week from now, we will have the final songs in. We will be covering it. And uh, we will probably not have the results in when we do our next podcast. So uh, we'll probably have to do a podcast after that to uh, reflect on the results, I assume. Unless we become really lazy all of a sudden. But we're not going to do that, folks, because... I am just happy I don't have to write songs anymore. <laughs> I am so, I like this has been the best week of my life. I'm so glad I was cut. I mean, I'm pissed off, but I'm so happy. Sounds about right. Well, that's been us with uh, New Oogie for Narine. You can always find uh, all the songs on our website, narine.songlander.com. Uh, you can also find a link in the show notes to the Narine song fight topic board forum thing we'll drop a link there otherwise you can find us we are at podcast.songlander.com you can find us on twitter at new ugly you can email us new ugly podcast at gmail.com you can hit us up with a voicemail at 608-571-4940 and as always we'll drop a link as well for buffalo yokes dudes uh listening party which next monday will be the last one for neurine so you better show up and be there if anyone leaves us a, a voicemail song we oh, will God, play it i absolutely will play it so until next time, we'll we'll song love you a long, long time. Seriously, Marison or Von Borten? Um, I don't know. Uh, honestly, it depends so much. Von tickles my Von Borten. I always if, if Von Borten makes lyrics that appeal to me, it's definitely Von. And if Von does not make those like really appealing, catchy lyrics, then it's definitely Marison. Well, not definitely, but likely Marison. Yeah, I think uh, Marison is not only going to have to bring a little more emotion to their game. But I think they're also going to have to bring a little bit of differentiator. Um, yeah. Because, I, I mean, I, you know, unfortunately, I think Marison is baked into the cake. And Vom is, it's a little bit of a novelty. Yeah, and I feel like Marison's chosen song type genre with their electronic dubstep, whatever. I feel like it's really hard to make a really compelling lyrical song. Which is fine. I mean, it's a great genre, and they're great artists, and I usually love everything they do. But they, I think, they kind of depend on Vom falling flat on his face in order to win this one. Unless neither of them make it, maybe it'll be Rob and Alchemist in the final. God, that would be. I would love that. I would love if we were totally wrong in that last like ten minutes is just like out the window. But <laughs> <laughs> left my ass off. All right, that's uh, that's a wrap. That's, that's a wrapy wrap. wrap.